0: the Lord. Now listen to Doug Hewitt Mills.
1: Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thanks for this time in your presence. In Jesus' name, guide us by the Holy Spirit, we pray, and let your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. this evening i am continuing on the series i have been sharing about and that series is on humble yourself so i want us to look at my topic this evening is do it yourself diy diy do it yourself james 4 10. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord Amen And he shall lift you up Everybody say do it yourself All the verses about humility Encourage you to do it yourself Tell somebody you've got to do it yourself What does James chapter 4 say? Humble yourself Amen Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. Amen. Because God gives grace unto the humble. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter five, verse five. Likewise, ye humble, ye younger, humble uh, submit yourself unto the elder. Ye all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisted the proud and giveth the grace to the humble. And verse 6 says, Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you. Everybody say, Do it yourself. Do it yourself. Right? So, this scripture, just a short lesson this evening, um, is teaching about doing things yourself. Amen. Now, why was the Bible saying you should do it yourself? Because uh, perhaps if you don't live abroad in, in let's say, England or America, you would not know that there are big shops that are based on the concept of doing things yourself. So there's the big shops called DIY. Just get down to the job and do it yourself. So you can build your own house yourself, become a plumber yourself, be a carpenter yourself. You don't need to hire a carpenter from anywhere. Just do it yourself. All right? So when you live in England or any of those countries, you cannot easily be hiring a carpenter. Carpenters are very expensive people to hire. You hire a carpenter, you know, if the carpenter equally lives in a nice house like your house, And um, he equally has a car like you have and so on and so forth. So a carpenter is not as poor as you may think. Even Ghanaian carpenters are now rising up to the middle class. And so because of this, the whole concept of doing things yourself has come about. Now why is do-it-yourself important? Do-it-yourself is important because... When you don't do it yourself, the cost is very high. It's very expensive, okay? And so you need to do things yourself. You need to learn how to be a plumber. if If the toilet is not working, you can change the inside of the toilet yourself. You can connect things. You can repair doors. You can paint the house. You can put wallpaper. You can repair the bed. We have screws, drills screwdrivers, everything. There's no, don't, don't really. You know, when you see a plumber or a carpenter come into your house, it means problems are coming. Real bills are coming your way. Isn't it true? For those of you who have lived abroad before, you will understand what I'm saying. Now, the same thing applies to humility because you see that all through the Bible, God is encouraging you to do it yourself which is humble yourself. Now, the alternative to humbling yourself is very expensive. If you turn with me, I will show you that when you do not humble yourself, there are other agents, just like if you cannot repair your own toilet, there are agents who repair, and they will come at great cost. Now, when you do not humble yourself, There are agents which can do it for you. So it's free. You just choose it. If you want to humble yourself, there are people that do this work. It's their job. In the Bible, the Bible describes various agents of humility. Amen. Are you listening to me? There are various agents who can bring about this humility which we have been preaching about. That is why the Bible is emphasizing humble yourself. Just do it yourself. Wow. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Second Corinthians chapter number 12. Now, in verse one, he says, "It is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory. Amen. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I knew a man in Christ 14 years ago he was caught up to the third heavens and knew such a man how he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words which is not lawful for a man to utter. Now he was speaking about himself. We all know that. He was speaking about but he was, you know, because he was like using a form of language where he was trying to like, you know, I know somebody you know, sometimes we tell a story, there was a certain man. Sometimes the certain man is just around. You get it. So, he says, of such a one I will glory, yet of myself will I not glory, but in my infirmities. Though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool. I will say the truth, lest any man should think of me above that which he seemeth. Me to be, or that which he heareth of me. Now, notice verse 7. Very important. Lest I should be exalted. Hmm? In case I become big, through the abundance of revelation. There was given to me the carpenter I told you not to employ. The plumber I told you to find your own DIY and do it yourself, you didn't listen to what I was saying. So there are carpenters and plumbers and electricians available. So since you wouldn't employ yourself and humble yourself, there was given to me a permanent carpenter, which is a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me. Amen. Lest I should be exalted, I should become high and big. I'm explaining to you tonight that there are agents of humility and Apostle Paul had one of these agents permanently assigned to him in addition to the revelations that he had because many of the spiritual blessings and blessings of the Lord bring about pride so, most people who are truly blessed by the Lord are blessed abundantly with whether it is riches, I mean, if the blessing is from the Lord, whether it is riches, honor, anointing, revelation, but it comes with a carpenter. Amen. Are you there? Or you are going home? Turn with me to, we'll come back here. Turn with me to Mark Chapter Ten. Amen. Are you there? Verse twenty nine. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that has left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospel's sake. He shall receive a hundredfold. A hundredfold of what? Houses? That's a hundred houses. Recently I heard somebody died. He he has a hundred houses. Yeah. Uh, I don't know whether he's fulfilling this scripture. But he get got a hundred houses. Now in this life, and hundred brethren, hundred sisters, hundred mothers, hundred children, hundred lands. Can you imagine if you own a hundred plots of land? That's twenty-five acres. With persecutions, with a carpenter. <laughs> permanently assigned to help you to be cool whilst on earth because you can easily it's so easy to forget yourself isn't it yeah back to where we were before Lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelations there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to buffet me lest I should be exalted. Or in other words, lest I should become too big. Amen. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice. I prayed about it three times. That it should depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. In other words, I will not answer this prayer. My strength is made perfect in weakness. All right? So, in other words, God is saying that although I've made you strong, okay? your strength is going to be perfect when i add a bit of weakness to you i know you are strong but your strength is going to be wild perfect when i add a small weakness to it and you see that charlie is perfected strength amen now When Paul realized that God was not going to answer his prayers, he changed his mind and stopped praying for that thing to go away, which is a very important thing. You see, there are people, maybe God has not decided to give you a child, and you spend your whole life crying about the child. So all the time you look like a patient, and you look like somebody who is not well. But there is no need for that. You must be able to know when God is not answering certain prayers. Because Paul prayed three times. God didn't change his mind. Anything you pray for three times and there is no change, does it? Remember, Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane three times. He said, Father, all things are possible with thee. Let this cup be taken away from me. I'm asking in the name of no answer. And Utrecht said, God has decided to add some small weakness to your strength. Now, when you recognize this great blessing of the Lord, that God is blessing you through some amount of weakness in your life, you must now begin to recognize other problems as coming from the Lord as well. That's exactly what Paul did. That is why the Bible says, do it yourself. Most gladly, after that, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities. Because when you start rejoicing in what God has not done for you and what God has not given to you and what God has not answered, you become even stronger spiritually. Yeah. But if you moan and groan and moan and groan all the time, you get weaker because you even criticize God and you can get very angry with God for not answering your prayer. But if you follow the example of Paul, ah, a great spiritual blessing comes on your life. And he says, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities. Now, this carpenter are standing with him he looks at him, and he's not so angry with him in infirmities. These are all things that bring humility, if you especially if you can't do it yourself. And sometimes God blesses you so much that it's impossible to be humble. It's impossible. Charlie, you need something small to, small injection. I mean, we all have immunization. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Is there anybody here who has not had BCG and polio vaccine? Everybody here, once you are born in Africa, you have to have polio vaccine, BCG vaccine, and all the other uh, tetanus, and uh, what are the other uh, vaccinations? Uh, uh, Measles. You know? Something small. What do you think? Reproaches. Necessities. What you need. That is poverty. Persecutions. Distresses. When I'm weak, then I'm strong. Wow. So these, either do it yourself. Or these ones can do it for you. This is the whole message. I finished preaching. Amen. Do these things make you humble? Weakness. Does it make you humble? When you are not feeling well, and not feeling strong, you see how you start praying. Oh, Lord. Oh Lord. In infirmities. In fact, a sick bay or a hospital is sometimes called an infirmary. Infirmities for in an infirmary for infirmities. Amen. Sickness is one of the topmost carpenters you can find in the world. One day Desmond Tutu was struck with a cancer and he said, he, he made some comment, I, I may be wrong but I think I'm right, that he thinks most people should be struck with a terminal disease. And that it will humble them greatly when he was sick. Yeah. One day I met a man and I asked him whether he was going to pay his tithes. And he said to me, do you know how much I earn? I cannot pay tithes. I earned dollars. But when he got sick, he had a pot belly before he was sick. And after he was sick, all the pot belly went. He came to me later and showed me his trousers. He said, look at it. And he, he showed it his space. He said, it's gone. And when he came to show me his trousers, he was showing me, okay, the trousers... On the day that he started to pay tithes, but he never would pay tithes before, till he got sick. When the doctors told him, You are going to die, he started to pray. Many of us become humble when we are sick. So that is why the older Christians rarely believed that sickness was a message from God and could not pray for healing. It is modern Christians who pray for healing. And in fact, we have no space to accept that a sickness may be sent from God or allowed. But there are many sicknesses that are allowed by the Lord. It humbles you. I remember a certain country which had a leader and the leader was not well and you see a certain humble demeanor on the leader of that country throughout the time that he was the leader and this country experienced a kind of humility in the leadership <laughs> The country's name begins with L Are you there? do, Do you understand the message I'm preaching? All right Then, necessities. Where people are in need, they are always humble. So much so that one day someone said, when an evangelist comes to Africa and says, how many want to give your life to Jesus? Everybody lifts his hand. What they are actually saying is that I'm hungry. That's what somebody said. I need help. I heard somebody making that joke one day. But look at, look at how you've come to church Tuesday. Do you think if you were in Germany, you were a rich man in Germany, you would be here? You don't go to church at all. The rich Europeans do not go to church. Switzerland, if you check on the Internet has the number of millionaires that they have in their country and the number of millionaires that are created every month and every year. The number of millionaires. When you go to Switzerland, almost all the churches are empty. The churches have been turned into museums. I visited a church once which would seat about 1,000 people, 1,500 people. It was being used once every two weeks. And only some eight old men and very old ladies and old men were coming there. They have need of nothing. And that causes arrogance. I walked into the shop of someone who was selling watches. In Geneva and I asked her do you believe in God she looked at me as though I was sick and she said I believe in myself believe in myself I believe in myself I met a man one day at a town called a, a town on the in a, a port town of England and I asked the man do you believe in God he said no I don't believe in God at all and he asked me do you believe I said I believe in God And he said there is a reason why I believe in God I said why he said because you are from Africa <laughs> I said I said what do you what do you mean by because I'm from Africa he said in you see he said to, he said to me here we have answers to all the problems that we have but where you come from there are no solutions to most of the problems and so that is why you pray that's why you pray that's why you go to church because you have no solutions you have no answer back yeah, here if it's health we have we can transplant kidney we can do this we can change everything but you have no answer. not somebody told me i said what he was telling me this is the speakings of men who have all their needs met and so sometimes god touches you with necessities to cool you down amen two types of politicians those in need of power and those who have power yeah those who have the power Often are full of arrogance and are puffed up, whether they are from NPP or NDC. NPP and NDC are similar, similar in the outcome. They are the same in that sense. Different groups of people. One is mostly Ashanti's and Akans, if you want a difference, and one is mostly a West, Northness, and other regions. That's a difference. But in the outcome of the effect on the people of Ghana, it's the same. That's why I can't join MPP, and I can't join NDC. I have joined Ghana. As they say, Ghana is the winner. But you have two types. Depend on who is in power, you see humility. As I'm saying that necessity makes you cool down. Do you remember when Professor Mills was not in power? He used to go around humbly. So when they were campaigning for him, he said, oh, you're humble. It was one of the main. My wife met him at Dansoman. When he was campaigning, before he became the president, my wife met him at Gansoman. He was going from house to house. When he saw, he said, ah, my student, because he's he's one of the most intelligent Ghanaians we have, have ever been in Ghana. He's very, very, very clever. He's one of the lecturers who will lecture without notes. And you see, when he became a president, he speaks off the cuff. He couldn't see well, and he could just speak. Very clever. Very clever. Highly intelligent. She met him going from door to door at that In humility. Because he was in need of what? Power. When you have necessity, it humbles you. Whether it's in need of money or in need of power, you become cool. NPP, in need of power, look more humble than they have ever looked since we knew them. (laughs) Yeah. More humble than we have ever seen them before. Yeah. I think they also started door-to-door. Person-to-person evangelism. Hmm? market to market taxi rank to taxi rank and so to
0: soul
1: yeah since when will you see MPP quoting scriptures eh? I'm asking you a simple English question And having church services. People that are not associated with church. Because we, we, are, we are charismatic Christians. We know those who are associated with churches. Before the politics begin, we can see those who are associated with churches. It's not the political visiting of churches. You see, before the politics start, I know you. When God raises you up, I'll know whether you are originally here or not. Ah, Necessity. I've made them have church services. Pray God. The battle is the Lord's. It's wonderful. But you see, necessity, it changes you so much. It's a carpenter. Either you do it yourself, or the carpenter will
0: come.
1: And then before you realize, you have become cool. Hey! It's wild, though. Is it wild? Very wild. Remember when Dr. Otabel came out with his famous Machiavellian speech. You should have heard some people rebuking him. People who don't fear God. They took him on and they dressed him down because they have the mouthpiece. And he will never he never spoke again. He couldn't reply. They insulted him, rebuked him, dressed him down. Just like some people have been doing to me. You see the big, strong. Wait. You wait. (laughs) Wait and see. Every power has an expiry date. Every power has an expiry date. Where you take up pastors and denigrate and insult them. Because Dr. Otterbov didn't say anything. He, did, he didn't even call anybody evil. He said that to take my words and to play it on a radio or to play it on a campaign as if he is campaigning against free SHS. is evil and Machiavellian. And why don't you go and find out what it means? Yeah. That's what is not that they, not that NDC is evil, or that somebody in NDC is evil, but such an activity to take something out of context and make it sound like and use it as a campaign. Yeah. But you see, people, I was watching each and everyone was looking at them and I said, "Wow, this man doesn't fear God. This man doesn't fear God. This man." The Bible says that those that don't fear God the wicked and those that don't fear God shall be cast into hell. But you see when you have no needs you become big, strong words. Threatening people. Threatening people. It's like you must join our party. We will never join your party. What do you mean? Rubbish. We will never join you. And we will never be blind loyalists to anybody. Never. We'll never join you. And we'll never be blind loyalists. We come and defend things that cannot be defended. What do you mean? Keep on speaking with your strength and your arrogance. But remember, the Bible says, humble, do it yourself. If you don't do it yourself, Something will do it for you. Uh. One day, I met a man. He was doing business. His business was big. I even gave him a contract, but he didn't know I was the one who gave him the contract. It was through somebody. And I said, employ that, give that guy the contract. So the guy did a contract, big. One day, I met him somewhere. And I said to him, hey, how are you, sir? I said, how are you? And I said, you, you, need, you must be born again. And he started shouting at me. Shouting. Who do you think you are? And it was in a public place. Hmm. Who do you think you are? Do you think you are better than me? You just see me, then you say I should be born. Do you know whether I go to church or not? How do you get up and just start talking like that? He started shouting, I said, please. Relax. There's no need to quarrel. He said I'm a gamma and I don't quarrel, I beat. I beat. When he said I beat, I was immediately afraid. I said, "Please don't beat me." So I kept quiet. I kept quiet. And I just backed away. Four months later, it was January, January, January 1st, 2nd, and I happened to meet the same person again at the same place. When I saw him, I wanted to say something spiritual, but I remembered that he had warned me that he would beat me. (laughs) So I didn't say anything. All that I said was, Happy New Year. Happy Year. (laughs) Happy New Year. A few weeks later, he got sick. This powerful big tree. Not what they say, I'm telling you. He got sick. And he was admitted to the hospital, one of the main hospitals in Accra. I didn't know that he was admitted. Then I had a message from somebody who is a member of this church who worked in his company. And the person said that, this man who said he, he would beat me is not well. And he's asking for you. I said, me? How can he ask for me? He said, no, no, he's asking me. When I heard, I said, no, oh, he cannot be. He cannot be. He's too big for me. I'm just a pastor. Then I heard another message. The sickness was getting more serious. In fact, he told his child, I don't know whether I will come back home. As the sickness got, I got yet another urgent call. And this time I tend to Bishop Peter, I said, you know, I think maybe I should go to the hospital to see this guy. Before I could even take the decision, I had yet another call that the man has died. When he was dying, he was holding our church member in the bed. In the hospital, I don't want to mention the name of the hospital. And he was screaming. He was saying, Hey, they're coming. They're coming for me. He could see the spirits. They're coming for me. You see, in your bigness, when you speak proudly, big, so strong and big, powerful, because you have power, be careful. Because every power has a date where it's finished. If you don't know, stay around for some time. He, he died and went to where he was going, screaming in fear and terror. Yeah. I always remember him. Sometimes when I go back to that place where I met him, I remember how he shouted. Shouted at, Get out, pastor. Who do you think you pastors? Whatever. Kenneth Hagen, he had, he had a, an auntie who did not believe in God. And she used to insult pastors. She said, all these, they are just for money. They don't, they don't have whatever. They just want money. They are, they are just, they are all lying. There's nothing about it. And he said, some years later, this woman was dying and he was passing through the town. When he got there, he called and said, Look, Auntie, so and so is dying. It is not well. Can you come? When he entered the room, he saw his auntie lying on the bed. And the auntie, whose eyes, he said, the eyes were like glass eyeballs. They were like glass. As soon as he saw it, the the person explained to him that this is Kenneth. The one who made a preacher in American English, the one who made a preacher, this is Kenneth. Remember Auntie so and so son, the one who became a preacher? This same is here. As soon as she heard that he was there, her eyes were like glass. She immediately held him to said, ah, Ken, Ken, tell me. I'm so frightened. I'm so frightened. Tell me it's not real. Tell me it's not real. She the holding Kenneth. Tell me it's not real. I said, I was a preacher. I could not tell her it's not real. It's real couldn't say that, it's not real. And she was screaming, ah, ah, and And he had, he had her voice going down into a hole. He said, when somebody's calling you from far, he died right in front of him. Tell, and she was, she was holding her. And said, tell me, tell me it's not real. Tell me it's not real. Tell me. It's not, I should tell you it's not real. Sir. I can't tell you it's not real. It's real. Just, mm-hmm. Mr. Bigstaff, and those who speak arrogantly and proudly, if you don't do it yourself, there are a lot of things, carpenters and uh, plumbers, electricians and painters, they can do it for you, Distresses. Some of us ladies, we are so, feel that you are so beautiful, but there is a plumber, he will flash you through down so many toilets. You now, you see that you don't have self-respect for yourself. You see, a toilet paper has been used on you. Ah, you realize that your self-respect is finished. Then you see that you come to the church when we do altar calls. Say, Those who want whatever you come like this. They yeah, see that you nailed that. Not knowing that an electrician has been firing into your Bomb bomb like this. Power! 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 <laughs> yeah. Persecution, distress, 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 distressing circumstance, distressing issues. You said that you are frustrated, you are distressed. Yeah. That's why when you do a crusade in Africa, people come, people listen, people hear. That's why churches are full. Because there are things that are helping us to be humble. Hey. Do you see rich people in church? I'm asking you a question. Do you see people who have really prospered at a certain level? Do you see them here? They don't come. They don't come. Even many of you, if God were to bless you, I said, these people have come to power, you get certain one or two posts, you will not come to Tuesday service again. And you read on the internet, Bishop Dark says this, meanwhile you were not in the church. If you were in the church, you realize that it is not as you are hearing it at all. If you get some small post and you become an ambassador and you become His Excellency or Your Excellency. We don't call you John again. We call you Your Excellency. Or we don't call you say we call you Honorable. Wow. Will you still come to church? You know, recently one of our churches in a certain country in Africa whose name begins with within the first ten letters of the alphabet. (laughs) (laughs) I heard some news and I was encouraged. You see, the pastors of the church are two young missionaries whom we sent to that country. And I have been to that country before. And I've met the ambassador and all that. But I recently heard that the ambassador, the Ghanaian ambassador, the Ghana ambassador, was going to our church. That's a small church. A small church with these young boys. Young boys as missionaries. You see them young from straight from school. This type of young, zealous very lean. The, the trousers are falling down. It is only through a belt that the trouser can stay on top. Oh my, Lord. oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. But I heard that the ambassador was attending the church and I was amazed and I was encouraged and I said, wow, it's a blessing. Ambassador will come and sit down there Sunday after Sunday. With these young boys Encouraging the church. Oh, Is it not nice when there's humility? You, say you are your excellence, you are your honorable, but you are humble to sit down. Oh, what a blessing! Do it yourself. Humble yourself means do it yourself. Stand to your feet. Our time is up. Tell your neighbor, you better do it yourself or it will be done for you. Mercy. Lift your hands up and just thank the Lord for his word and his message to you this evening listen listen everybody you see sometimes when you hear the word of god it sounds funny even as if it applies to something in the air but it applies to me it applies to you so just pray the lord how does this apply to me show me by your holy spirit and let me receive the revelation lift your hand and just pray to the lord for a moment father thank you for your blessing for your word your spirit that is speaking our hearts we thank you lord we worship you jesus we praise you lord for giving us the opportunity lord to hear your word what a blessing what an honor what a blessing thank you
0: el era I can't believe it the ship of the Prince 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 of
1: the Prince of 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 the Prince Antiviri and Dada, a
0: poor Shiva, a better than the devil said, and a better than the enemy. He called the enemy, only to be in the position of the Daddy of Papa, and the people of the people of Bandaribro, 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 in अंधार दरबरो बाहर या बंदरिया बंदरिया अंदर ग्रंदर में बंदर ले फ्रों करबरे a नेबरे का बंदर रेबरे में बंदर रे अंगोरबरो जेबरे के अंदर
1: Father, thank you so much for the wonderful message you have given us today. Lord, we just come before you, Lord. We say, Lord, have mercy on us, Lord. We are so proud, Lord. We easily become proud. When you bless us a little, we feel so big. We confess we are sorry. We ask that you help us not to feel too good and big. And confident, so that you would have to send something else to our lives. We thank you for the blessing, the healing that comes into our life through your word. Have mercy on us, we pray. For everyone here, help us, give us grace, give us ability to be humble. We thank you, Father, for healing, for your blessing. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, you are here and you want to give your life to Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand. Pastor, I want to give my, my life to God. I want Jesus to come into my life. I want to be saved today. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. Please pray with me. Help me. Help me to know God. If you are here like that, lift up your hand now quickly. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it up high. Thank you. Pastor, help me to know Jesus Christ. I want my sins to be washed away today. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. If you've lifted your hand, I want you to come to the front. Come to me in the front here. God bless you. Come, come. I want to pray with you right here. Bless you, my friend.
0: I surrender all.
1: I surrender all to Jesus. And all all to to thee, my my blessing. Everybody lift your hand, and my brother lift your hand as well. Close your eyes and say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Tonight, I open my heart. I receive Jesus as my Savior, my Master, and my Lord. Oh God, please cleanse me from pride, from sin, from wickedness. Today, I humble myself. I give my life to God. I give my life to Jesus. Thank you, Father. I open my heart. I open my heart. I receive Jesus Christ as my Savior and my Lord. Thank you, Father. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.